Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. All right, here was Nick Casario on Wednesday this week, Texans general manager. The question, actually Cody Stutes asked this question. It was about the franchise tag, but Nick kind of went from franchise tag over to salary cap, and then drop Nico Collins' name into the mix. We have some flexibility relative to financial commitments that we might be able to make, but you don't necessarily have to use all your money up in one year. So we've tried to, and I've talked about this previously, really look at your team in sort of two-year increments. So whatever you don't do this year, that money's going to be used in future years. Um, I'm sure I'll get a question here very soon about Nico Collins. That's coming. So that could be a player that... Maybe he's a part of the future. So you're dealing with the present. You're focused on the short term. But part of our responsibility is to kind of think ahead a little bit. So and just try to make good, sound decisions for the team and the organization. I'm still, I'm still wondering when he made that comment. Where sometimes people kind of like they're hoping that you ask a question uh, that that because they've got something they want to say. So he brought up Nico Collins' name and. I'm guessing he was ready for some question. He's he was anticipating a question about Nico Collins. Like, what what was he planning and saying? If somebody had just raised their hand and said, "Nick, are you guys going to work on maybe trying to extend Nico Collins before before the before this season?" I, do you think it was as simple as that that he wanted to be able to get out there and maybe like profess admiration for Nico Collins and how they'd love to get something done? Just so it's like one, it's another little pat on Nico's back to keep the goodwill going. He was actually asked about it afterwards in the short, in the smaller session yeah. with the local media. The audio quality is not great, which is why I haven't played it. But it was, it's funny because you're right. He was almost begging for a Nico question. And then the answer he gave to the media when I think Aaron Wilson asked him about Nico was kind of standard Nick. You know, we're hmm. going to do do what's best for the team. We love Nico as a player, that kind of thing, you know. Okay. Hmm. So it I I I think I to me forget about the follow-up question. Forget like the mere proactive mentioning of Nico Collins to me is a clear indication like I think I think Nick Casario wants Nico Collins around for the long term. Yeah. He wouldn't yeah. bring up his name if he didn't. Yeah, I uh the, you know, we talked about this yesterday and um and and I understand that people are either soured on Nico or skeptical of him because he had those first two years where he flashed promise, but it wasn't consistent. Injuries played into it. But the, the biggest thing by far, I think, is if you look at the catch rate. It's as simple as his catch rate those first couple seasons when, he was, when Davis Mills was throwing him the ball, it was like 50% and 53% both seasons. 
And then last year when he had a, a genuinely accurate quarterback thrown to him, he was well up into the 70s. And it wasn't because he was dropping a bunch of balls or anything previously. You know, he had some – he might have had – I don't know what his drop numbers have. I don't have them in front of me. I mean, he had some pretty notable drops this year. And he – it was just a difference of having a good quarterback in a good system with a good offensive coordinator. Yeah. And I feel very confident that you're going to keep getting more of that same production out of Nico Collins. Passer rating is what it is. You know, it's – I know it's not a perfect stat. It's like a lot of stats where the really, really good ones look – like, okay, that, that, that matches the eye test, and the bad ones match the eye test. The record for single-season passer rating in the NFL was Aaron Rodgers back in his MVP season in 2011, 122.5. Go find the passer rating numbers for C.J. Stroud throwing it to Nico Collins. It's like in the 130s. Like, so basically, C.J. Stroud, if he threw the ball in the direction of Nico Collins this season, he was performing at a rate higher than the highest passer rating in the history of the league. Like, that's that's how productive and beneficial it was to target Nico Collins in, in, in 2023. Here, here is Nico. Nico was on the Airing It Out podcast yesterday, or at least the, the video dropped yesterday. And Nico Collins talked about his contractual situation with the Houston Texans. Man, to be honest, I haven't really even talked to my agent about it. I mean, I kind of know uh, that like it's my end of my third, you know what I'm saying? I'm up for, you know, a free agency. But in my head, man, I'm like, I'm locked in to where I, I feel like I, I need another year to prove to everybody what I can do, you know, because I miss, I feel like, really, the first two years I had was due to injuries. I feel like that wasn't my best meet, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like after this year, kind of like, all right, just show them a little bit, boom. And I feel like this year, it's, I feel like it's going to be a little better year, man, just, just mentally, uh, physically. Uh, I know what to expect. Uh, I'm learning, getting better, growing throughout the, throughout the year. Um, just learning the game better, and uh, but you know, if it come, if it come early, it come early, you know. But I feel like my mindset is just just go ball and just let it play out. Yeah, just play out. I I think I think Nico, unless the Texans come to him with an extension that's in line with a top ten wide receiver in that mm-hmm. range, I think he's going to play it out this year. I, I think he's going to I think he's going to go into next year and hope that he's a healthy and b puts up another thirteen or fourteen hundred yards. And then he really puts the Texans to a decision. Do we use the franchise tag on him? Do right, we right. do we pay yeah. him what'll probably be closer to twenty five or thirty million a year if he puts up two years in a row like that? Yeah. One thing Nick had talked about too was that when you put that franchise tag on somebody, you're pretty much setting that yearly value yeah. on it as a as a baseline. So it gets it gets pricey if you actually really want to get a deal done. It's, you can't look at it just as a placeholder, and then we'll get him at a lower rate later on. It just re- rarely works out that way. Yeah, I, I think it would make sense for them to lock him up before the season for, for multiple reasons, including because he wasn't a first-round pick uh, or a second-round pick. He doesn't quite necessarily have that same financial base of somebody who's already gotten his bleep you money. And the, there's something about throwing that first – genuinely gigantic wad of guaranteed money at somebody that makes them, you know, maybe take the safer route sometimes. When the safer when the yeah. safer route is when the safer route is taking tens of millions of dollars instead of an extra tens of millions of dollars next year and and you're a guy that has an injury history, um that can be awful tempting. Yeah. And uh, this, this might be the time for them to get him at a discount right now. It may be it may be. He he did not now he and he may be feeling exactly what you're talking about there, Seth. That cut did not sound like somebody who's ready to take a discount. 
Well, he'd be an idiot if he came out there and I'm like, yeah, I'm just hoping they can lowball me no, as soon as possible. I, no, I, 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 I got to buy a couch. I, no, that, I, and, I, and I'm acknowledging that. Like, I, I yeah. really, he's like Nico. The, we're into a game of poker now between these two sides, is what I'm saying. Like that, like yeah. Nick, Nick put out there in a way like, hey, we're really interested in keeping Nico without being specific about it. And now Nico has said how much he really likes playing for the Texans, but he wants to put up another good year next year. I, you know, I think. Like I, I, this may not come as quickly as as we expect, and I think if it does happen, it's going to be for more money than a lot of Texan fans think it's going to be. Like we, yeah, anytime yeah. you and I talk about something like this, the text page starts to come in with all the the all the the fantasy GMs come in, and I love this. Well, it's, this like, it, well, it's like Alex, it's like Alex Bregman, you know? Yeah, right? it, yeah, because especially and we say fantasy GMs, especially with Alex Bregman, people like start getting the fantasy numbers in their heads and they stop thinking about the complete baseball player and. They don't want to believe that Alex Bregman's a top five uh, third baseman when he is. Right, right, and they and they don't want to think that that Nico is that that like last year is more an indicator of what Nico is than the first two years. I, I, think, like, right, I think it's right, safe yeah. to assume like this is more who he is, like because he's going to be playing with this quarterback and this OC and this head coach for well, at least the head coach and the quarterback for a long, long time if he were to stay here. Um, but we start to get these numbers that come in on the text page. Hey. Would you do? I think someone sent in three years, fifty-eight million yesterday for Nico Collins. That's nineteen million a year. I would do that. I now, and I think I f- I feel like I'm at the higher end of what Texan fans want to do. I feel like there's a lot of Texan fans like Nico, three years, forty-two million. Like he ain't going to play for fourteen million a year. Like he put up a season last year that is you know if he does it again, he's a top ten wide receiver. If he if he puts the exact same season together next year, including the two games he missed. To injury, if he plays 15 games next year, puts up 1,300 yards and eight to 10 touchdowns, 80 catches, yeah. and and he's a big part of some big wins for the Houston Texans, especially against that that schedule on national TV a bunch of times next year. I mean, all these guys were toiling in anonymity last year when it came to television. They were never on national TV. If Nico Collins is doing big, Nico Collins had a 75 yard touchdown on the only game they played on national TV on the very first play from scrimmage. Like that, that was probably the first time a lot of people around the country really got a taste of Nico Collins. And he had nine catches for almost 200 yards in that game. He's going to yeah. be doing that multiple times next year. So I get it. Like Nico's gambling a little bit. Like if it, if indeed there is an injury proneness to him that 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 pops up again next year where he's only playing 11 games that is a game of guts poker for him but if he puts up another season like he had this year he's going to get paid paid Nico Collins the uh like Tyreek Hill makes 30 million a year yep. DK Metcalf is the fifth highest paid at 24 million a year yeah so you know i mean you're looking at as, as the cap expands that that twenty four million per year for a top five as yep. a baseline is going to get higher and higher. Twenty five uh, so, is the number that's getting kicked around for Amon Ross St. Brown on an extension right now, who's drafted yeah. like twenty picks after Nico. Yeah, and that's where like, so Amon Ross St. Brown, if he if he does one um, and gets a new deal, you know, like I, I think the Texans can very credibly say like, okay, Nico, like you you've not been nearly as consistent as Amon Ross St. Brown. Like he's been. It's, uh, he's been very consistent. Yes, he's had a better offense around him the last couple of years, um, but he also hasn't gotten injured. So maybe that helps the Texans out a little bit. If uh, if, if I'm on Ross St. Brown doesn't take uh, 
a, a record-breaking deal or something, and then they can they've got a, a number to work off of with Nico Collins. Yeah, yeah. I hope they keep like it's not Nico. like quarterbacks where each next quarterback gets a bigger deal, even right. no matter who he is. Yes. I think with with wide receivers, there's still a little bit of like, all right, listen, you're the the. The, the body of work is just different for Amon Ross St. Brown. There's a hierarchy for sure at that position where it gets, yeah, you're right. It gets looked at. It's not like just, okay, you get 3% more than the last guy got. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Um... The Texans, I was looking at the odds board, Seth. There, there's an odds board that popped out for a lot of the top defensive players in free agency. Um, the Texans are not considered among the favorites or even close to it. For The only one they're among the favorites for, oddly enough, because I don't know like what kind of fit he is in Nico or in Nico in D'Amico's system, is Hassan Reddick. They're fourth hmm. on the board for Hassan Reddick, who's put up a couple good years in Philly. Um, nine yeah. to one. Not, the Falcons are the favorite to land him at four to one. They're fourth on the board for Hassan Reddick. Everybody else, and these are all a bunch of edge rushers and Legarius Sneed um, and Chris Jones. Uh, they're all like Texans are middle of the pack at best for all these guys. I think that uh, some of those defensive ends, um, I think, aren't quite as physical as D'Amico would want, and uh, and or the body size or body type. So there's that. I'm, I'm surprised that they're as low as they are, though, on most of them because they've got so much cap space and because, like, I, I think people know they, you got a defensive-minded coach that plays a certain – without even knowing D'Amico that much, they know the style of defense that he plays and that you really need good defensive linemen in those. So I am surprised that the odds makers haven't um, – 
haven't picked up on those at all. They, like Legarius Sneed is actually the Texans have more of a likelihood of signing Legarius Sneed in Vegas's eyes than a lot of those defensive ends or or Chris Jones. Yeah, and I'm not buying Chris that. Jones, I don't think Chris Jones would. Um, well, okay. What do you think? Do you think he's going to get out of Kansas City? No, no, there's no chance in hell. Yeah, well, I don't think there's no chance in hell. Um, and I think them giving the franchise tag to Sneed certainly makes the next few weeks interesting here. Yeah. Because um, they can only give the franchise tag to one guy in Kansas City, and if you missed it, they, they they're putting it on cornerback Legarius Sneed, and they've given him permission to seek a trade. Um, some of the smoke yesterday. I think I saw James Palmer talk to Brett Veach at the combine yesterday. And they're optimistic. They, they were saying, like, hey, the fact that we went through this negotiation last year, which really ended somewhat contentiously, like, really helps us this year that we've been through yeah. this one time before. I'm like, yeah, it didn't go well last year, though. Between well, they the- said that they had a really good conversation after one of the regular season games this year. Yeah. And um, I didn't look to see which, uh, which, which week of the season it was, but that seemed like everybody was all smiles after that. Yeah. I, you get nervous about that sometimes because usually, usually on the GM side of it, the the GM said, "This is how it goes. Don't worry, we'll take care of you." And the player thinks, like, interprets that as like, "Oh, I'm going to be the highest paid dude in the league." And the GM is just thinking, like, "He'll be reasonable." And uh, <laughs> yeah. and that's when people start claiming they were lied to. Yeah, they're the, both sides think that they were lied to because they they agreed to something that actually had no parameters involved. I am um, I'm warming up to the idea of Chase Young on a one year deal, like on a on a prove it deal. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a reasonable proof. It's, I'm warming up to that. Okay. I, I'm going to remind you of that when we're sitting up in the press box and you you see Chase Young standing, sure you drinking, will. A, drinking a cup of tea with his pinky up as on the, the quarterback runs by because Chase Young decided not to play that play. No, no, yeah. no. But on a one-year deal, I feel like, you know, if he's, if he's got to prove it, you know, he's, he, maybe he'll, he'll try a little harder. He was playing in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> on a, with a, he was in the playoffs and he was taking plays off. So and just a randomly going space cadet. I'm warming up to it. I can be talked <laughs> out of it, too. He was on a, like a 10-game a deal with the 49ers by the time he got it's there. It's true. It's true. I know. Yeah. I know. I know. I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying. It's, like, they, they, it's, hard to, it's hard to look at him and not think like, well, he just, you know, he can just stand out there. Well, uh, That's all we need. We here, just need that guy to go out and stand out there. Let me prepare you for this possibility, smart guy. Uh, Jonathan Grenard may go somewhere else in free agency, and the Texans may be forced to kind of start to dip into other resources or yeah. other. They may be forced to dip into areas that they weren't inclined to do so before to fill a roster at defensive end. Well, yeah, where can they get somebody who underperforms and doesn't always look like he even gives a damn about what's happening out on the field? I don't know where you're going to find million. a guy like that for less than twenty. One million year, year, twelve million, something like that. If they, you know, if it's, if Chase Young gets a little desperate, I'm just, I'm just saying. I know. Uh, I, I'm honestly, I'd say that I don't. I, I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised if. Um, oh, so would I. Don't make make no mistake. I'd be shocked. I'm just saying. I'm warming to it. I, I like honestly, he's. He, he, when I watch him, like he's the opposite of Will Anderson. Yeah. And if the Texans were willing, to, if the Texans were willing to trade as much as they did for a guy who plays like Will Anderson that has that kind of motor, then I'm guessing that they also don't want to pay like super respectable money for a guy who doesn't play with that like anywhere near that type of passion. One of the names on here is Khalil Mack. Where where would you be on Khalil Mack coming here? Um, at the right price, at that'd the right be price, an interesting yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, I. I He'd be fine. I think, like again, though, there's a lot of guys that are like more of in the. Boy, how old is he now? 
He's he was drafted in 2014. He, I think he's he's mid 30 because he was not a guy. He went to Buffalo, so he probably played five. You know, he was probably in college for five. I think yeah. he might be like 34 or 35 years old. He's yeah, he's older he's than still, you think. He was, um, which means he might be cheaper. He's 33. No, I just wonder, like, what happened? He, like, he would seem like he was trailing off for a couple years. He had six sacks was, in a game last year. Yeah, but well, and he was just way more productive in general, not just those six sacks. Yeah, because he had eighteen sacks overall, and it wasn't just like some flukish thing or anything. His hurries were up on the year. So, whatever fountain of youth he found um, there in uh, Southern California. <laughs> Just an hour or so from Mexico, yeah. where the pharmacias are fresh and popping. I don't know. Uh, I think that, uh, yeah, on a short-term deal. Yeah. The fact that he had that resurgence is what intrigues me. I'm just, uh, I wonder if there's somebody out there that's going to try to, like, like Buffalo did with Von Miller, give way too much to an aging pass rusher. I, but on a one-year deal, I think that'd be really intriguing. I think he might still be under contract to the Chargers. The reason his name gets kicked around is because, yeah, he's still under contract this season. Okay. Um, but his name gets kicked around because the Chargers are $8 billion over the cap. Yeah. Um, so that's why his name gets bandied about. So you'd probably have to trade for him. His salary is $17 million this year. Um, so that, I'm guessing the price trade-wise would not be drastically high for even Wouldn't a productive 33-year-old. Yeah, I don't think yeah. you're trading. I don't think it's like two firsts like it was five years ago to get Khalil Mack how, or anything like that. How far is L.A. from the border? Is it an hour? I said an hour, but it's got to be more than that, right? From, oh, no from traffic. so where he could go get what he needs to keep getting 17 sacks? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I'm joking, everybody, by the yeah. way. I don't think he's on steroids. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's about probably like, I think, two hours. Well, okay. it's probably like it's probably like 14 miles, but it takes like three hours yeah. to get there because of the five. I'll tell you know? what. Back in the day, man, the Chargers, they, they had some dudes yeah. that you're like, this – Dude. This doesn't seem right. Sean this Merriman, seem man. Physiological, yeah, <laughs> I mean, he got physiologically busted. possible. I, I mean, there were some defensive linemen that I know uh, that were just like, ah, I don't know how they got away with it still, yeah. but like, I think just, I think maybe being able to pop over the border for a quick whatever you need yeah. uh, after, I don't know. Yeah, that's, <laughs> it's, it's a really good crazy. tease. Up next, Seth's going to name names. <laughs> the San Diego <laughs> Chargers. The juicers of the 90s. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. Uh, coming up next, um, I, I, John Crumpler, who covers the Texans for, I believe, uh, I believe Texans Wire is who he for USA Today. Um, he, uh, he had an interesting theory on the Devin Singletary love. And if indeed the reports about Saquon Barkley are wanting, wanting to come here are true, I'll take him at face value in the next segment. Then why are we not asking this question of Saquon Barkley? That is coming up next. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.